Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Double Elvis. There might not be a more familiar sound for a touring musician than the accumulating buzz of the amps and microphones all right on the edge of that jolt of feedback. A lurking energy waiting to connect. During sound check, right before the show begins, that old familiar hum is a void on stage waiting for the performer to step in and fill it, giving the wattage purpose and unleashing that built-up power. And there's one stage in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, where those currents meant something else to me, a warning signal to my ears, Pavlovian almost, that a physical reaction is looming. It was the Tin Angel, an old city Philly just blocks from the Liberty Bell. It shared something with many other indie clubs around the country. They simply didn't have their electric grounded correctly. As if the name didn't sort of hint at that fact from the jump. So when I, a human being up on stage, touched my fingers to the metal electric guitar strings, a guitar connected by wire to my amp, which is connected by wire to an outlet, and then I touched my lips to the mic, my body completes the circuit, becomes part of the circuit. And the slightest touch of my lips to the mic varies from a light, playful tingle to a shock that launches me backwards like Marty McFly onto the drum kit. Getting electrocuted is by no means a rarity for those busting it out on all the small stages all over America. But feeling that rush of wattage run through your body in Philadelphia is just about as on the nose as one can get. But I shall proceed and continue to rock the mic. Motown Philly back again, doing a little East Coast swing. Boys to men going off, not too hard, not too soft. It's long overdue, but now Philly is slamming. Boys to men, A, B, C, B, B, D. The East Coast family never skipped a beat while cooling on South Street. Boys to men. Now... We've been talking about foundational laws that govern our universe. Electrical currents, sound waves. In this city, that includes cheesesteak. But we'll get to that later on, because heat and power is involved here too. 
Let us not forget the mathematical equation that posits the number of songs written about the city is directly proportional to how great a place is to visit. And of course, in our case, catch a show. It's in one of those books you never read in high school. Trust me or trust these people. Boys to Men, topping the charts with the aforementioned Motown Philly. I'm in a Philly Mood by Daryl Hall. I-76 by G. Love and the Special Sauce. Streets of Philadelphia by Springsteen, That Philly Thing by George Thorogood, East River Drive by Grover Washington, Summertime by the Fresh Prince himself, Punk Rock Girl by Dead Milkman. Even Elton John has a number one hit called Philadelphia Freedom. I could go on, but the point is, some cities are so deeply soulful and complicated and steeped in history and mystery that they themselves become the muse. In talking about laws that govern, we are in the city that is also known as the birthplace of America where the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution were written and signed, and where abolitionists rang that liberty bell until it cracked. Freedom was ringing, but not for all. A major stop on the Underground Railroad, a place where thousands of black Americans making their way north during the Great Migration came to call home. And as I've noted in previous episodes, music travels light. As a result, Philly has been home to generations of forward-thinking, endlessly inventive black artistry. A cauldron of culture and creativity that resulted in the likes of Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff, two friends in groove and business who co-founded the iconic Philadelphia International Records, which crystallized Philly's distinctive brand of soul in the 70s and 80s into the classic Philadelphia sound that we know and love. And they brought the sounds of this town to life, and then sent those sounds blazing across the airwaves and around the globe. The music of Philadelphia is deep. Chubby Checker, The American Bandstand, the surrealist Disney musical Fantasia, John Coltrane, and Dr. Dog can all trace their way to this singular, magnificent, music-obsessed town. The Philly soul sound of the 70s gave us the basis for modern R&B and produced so many stars that listing them feels kind of foolish. Plus, hold up, you heard me say John Coltrane. Though he was born in North Carolina, this jazz star felt the pull of Philly. He moved here right after high school to refine his craft and define the new sound of bebop and free jazz, shoulder to shoulder with world makers Miles Davis and Charlie Bird Parker. It's a jazz town through and through. But it's not just a soul in jazz town. Philly is more emotionally complicated than the brotherly love it's known for. It's also got a big old chip on its shoulder, which makes sense because the Philly punk scene has been alive and well for decades, giving the city's easy proximity to places like New York and DC where the crowds might be bigger, but the rent is higher. Even now, in 2022, plenty of Brooklyn indie rockers have decamped from the ruins of Williamsburg and taken up residence in Fishtown and beyond, able to earn a living off merch and relentless touring. Even the bands that aren't together anymore. Don't bring up the dead milkmen unless you want to hear a diatribe about their importance. Even a few, dear music-obsessed listener, barely know what accomplishments that 80s hardcore group accomplished. In Philly, you will learn. So touch your lips to the mic and your hand to the fretboard and get ready to complete the circuit as we dive into this ancient, awesome city that has given us Ethel Waters, Todd Rundgren, Eve, Low Cut Con, G Love and Special Sauce, Sheer Mad, Joan Jett, Patty LaBelle, Erica Badu, Will Smith, Colin Oates, Cinderella, Jim Crow, Jill Scott, Boys to Men, Jedi Mind Trick, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, Tramp, DJ Jazzy Jet, Otis Rush, Chubby Checker, Disco Bit, Dr. Dog, Dead Milkman, Brittany Fox, Teddy Pendergrass, Mannequin Pussy, Amos Lee, Santa Gold, Matt Pond, Pierre, Stanley Clark, Eddie Fisher, Sister Rosetta Thorne, Flowage, The OJs, War on Drugs, Kurt Vile, Tammy Terrell, Meek Mill, Clara Ward, Kevin Bacon, and Billy Holiday. 
speaking of world famous, there's no way to breathe a word about Philadelphia without getting into deep referential mode for the city's most famous, currently active stars. The Roots. This hip-hop collective might be the most famous in the genre as they play on national television every night and yet still haven't lost that underground beginning that earned them a following in the first place. The Roots have been a guide. This whole city of electrified rebels ready to forge new genres and give icons their roses while they're still here is built on the sprawling root system of legends that came before. And as new saplings spring up, they draw from the same groundwater that Tariq Trotter and Amir Thompson drank from as high schoolers busking for a buck. Obviously, Questlove and Black Thought aren't the whole story of Philly, especially two or three decades removed from their formation, discovery, and canonization. But even so, The Roots are one of those bands that seem to tell the whole story of their hometown within their own narrative. And since you'll likely be visiting Philly while The Roots are still gracing Jimmy Fallon's stage, expect them to be your de facto guides through the town. It's Quest Love's world, baby, and we're just living in it. Sound of Our Town is a podcast about the music that shaped the cities of America. It's about where you are going and where you want to go to find, hear, and feel the best music happening right now. What sounds and places have shaped the city's culture and what new sounds continue to define it. It's about getting together in a room to listen and why that matters. So whether you're quickly dropping in, landing for a long stay, or longing for more connection in life, in each episode of Sound of Our Town, I'll introduce you to the real places and sonic stories echoing in a particular city so that your travel is enriched with music. I'm Will Daly. I'm an independent songwriter and performer. I've been playing everywhere and anywhere for the past 20 years, just looking for the right set of ears in the right room. With this first season of Sound of Our Town, we are visiting 10 cities in 12 episodes. This is episode 11, and we are listening in on Philadelphia, PA. Hip-hop wasn't always welcomed into every music venue with open arms. Well, it still isn't based on some extremely questionable policies that some venues have when it comes to installing metal detectors only for rap shows, but I digress. The point is, back when Quest Love and Black Thought were trying to get their show off the road, that is busking in the street, they would cajole interested venues into accepting them by assuring them they do jazzy spoken word instead of hip-hop. Can you imagine the Roots, one of the greatest live bands of the 21st century, bargaining their way into back bars and basement jams? Then Tariq comes busting out of the gate with that off-the-cuff godhead poetry he unspools like it's nothing. There were some audiences in Philly that heard what was going to happen to these two, decades before they ever hit the limelight. And man, what I wouldn't give to have been a fly on that wall, a regular on one of those stools, or nursing a whiskey at a wooden table soaking in excellence without even paying a cover charge. Now, I can't guarantee that you'll stumble upon two music prodigies in the making during your own trip to Philly but we can give you the roadmap to try. Flagging venues where modern day legends and aspiring artists are most likely to be found and throwing some advice on the best cheesesteak in town along the way. If you're not buzzing yet, you will be soon. This city will ring you like a bell and keep echoing for days after you leave. So maybe you've taken my advice and you're still in Asbury Park. Take 95 West and in one hour you will be in Philly. Or maybe you're still sipping sweet tea in Atlanta, so hop on a plane and see you in two hours. Or you're in Boston and you're exhausted from looking for that Mark Sandman plaque. Hop in a car. By the time you finish listening to the rest of season one of Sound of Our Town, you'll be here. 
And once you get here, I need you to come to Fishtown. Now, if this was pre-2003, you might say, Will, you're, you're trying to get me bruised, aren't you? Fishtown was known for, well, being a classic fist-up Philly kind of neighborhood where the locals weren't exactly thrilled by the prospect of outsiders. You had to either be brave or a bit crazy to come here. But things have changed. It's 2022, and sometimes all that's needed to bridge the divide between old neighbors and new neighbors is the right kind of offbeat establishment full of warm, good vibes, great food, and of course, high-caliber live music. That exact establishment would be Johnny Brenda's. On the corner of Frankfurt and Girard is a classic old-school brick triangle building just waiting to welcome you. It's small, but it's tall. Its vintage illuminated signage jumps out from the corner of the building, proudly marking your destination. A long bar awaits where you can watch your gastropub dinner being made. And once you've had a bite, you can head upstairs to catch the best indie music in or coming through town. Get a balcony seat for a bird's eye view of the action, but also know there's not a bad seat in the place to catch the likes of Ballroom Thieves, W-I-T-C-H, or Sean Hayes. In the past, this stage has hosted Angel Olsen, White Denim, and War on Drugs, all before they were Pitchfork Darlings, AKA the ideal time to catch someone. Also, as a lifelong road warrior myself, this place is known for treating its musicians right. And that's a huge reason everyone wants to be there. Johnny Brenda's living room amphitheater spirit immediately immerses you into Philly in its live music soul. With all the traveling I've been doing this season for Sound of Our Town, I couldn't go without my favorite music. That's why I'm always taking my Sonos Roam with me, the ultra-portable smart speaker for all your listening adventures. With the Sonos Roam, your favorite albums will always sound great at home or on the go. The Roam's automatic true play tuning adapts the sound for the speaker's placement and surroundings. So no matter if I'm listening to War on Drugs in my hotel room or Patti LaBelle while walking through Love Park, I can hear the clarity and depth of each song. Plus, when you come back home from your trip, the Sonos Roam blends seamlessly into every corner of your home and easily connects to other speakers to listen in every room. So get Roam and get ready for your next adventure. Learn more and shop three new exclusive colors at Sonos.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This season, we've taken you to all kinds of listening rooms around this fine country of ours and really did an interpretive dance of the definition of listening rooms. We hit folk clubs, rock clubs, strip clubs, clubs that kick you out for talking. I mean... You got ears, you can take them wherever you want. But we save the coolest of cool of listening rooms for last. Rooms so thick with smoke and mood you could cut it with a knife. Where the stage lighting pouring through the hazy ambiance makes you almost wish smoking inside was legal again. Because the portraits of artists in this room are iconic. The kind that make you want to travel back in town to the roots of it all. Phonius Monk, Bird, Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, John Coltrane. That's right, we're talking about the jazz club. And while you'll have to stub the stogie upon entering these days, you can still get that authentic late-night, low-lit urban swing and swoon with a dirty martini at Chris's Jazz Cafe. Some say jazz is on the decline these days, but people have been bitching ever since it first started brewing. Either way, Philly did not get the memo. It is alive and well, hot and cool and on display at Chris's, the longest-running jazz venue in town. This place is considered an institution and is one of the best hangs in Center City. You'll see local talent and jazz stars on the road alike coming through. Steve Davis, Dave Brody, and Victor North, Haley Brunel, and Chris Farr. Those are just a few. Chris's has been bringing the music to the people for 33 years. It's loungy, classy, and also has a decadent menu. So get yourself something on the rocks to sip and let the atmosphere transport you to somewhere left of time and space in the way that only jazz can do. We've all done it. Spent way too long mindlessly scrolling on our phones, slack-jawed in content consumption mode, looking for a cute cat doing something funny for a nice little dopamine hit and altering the muscular structure of our thumbs. After a while on Insta or Face Space, you might feel like you're slowly losing your mind. You wonder why, and you realize that everything looks the same. All your friends have somehow turned into brands, and everyone's got perfectly squared highlight reels and straight teeth and motivational quotes, and oh god, it's suffocating. But don't worry. I got you. There is an ancient cure for this modern affliction, and it is known as the dive bar. The stalwarts saying no thanks were cool to the makeovers and the algorithmic cuddle. Toss your phone and head out. If you've been taking a ride with us this season, you know I love an authentic dive with great music. And well, Bob and Barbara's is the dimly lit 70s panel disco bald sanctuary you've been searching for. Get through the door and you are in a shrine to Pabst Blue Ribbon. 
Now, Philly may be the textbook birthplace of America, but Bob and Barbara's is the mother of the citywide special, a beloved Philly classic that involves a shot of gym and an ice-cold PBR for four bucks. But stay somewhat sober because you are here for the music. It's free, which feels wrong because it's so good. The genre most often found here will be jazz, funk, and any combination of the two. Catch residencies like Ethan Eubanks in Detroit, Greece, or the organ trio Mini Q's, burning it up on no cover Wednesdays. Or spice up your life on a Thursday and take in the city's longest running drag show, hosted by Miss Lisa Lisa. And heads up, this is a cash-only establishment and you better bring extra to tip the performers. That's just brotherly love. Now we often talk about food in Sound of Our Town because music needs fuel and you know what we have to do in this episode. In a city that knows how to take a punch, nothing could be more Philadelphia than the best Philly cheesesteak joint in town catching fire just as the country is opening back up after a global pandemic. Ask anyone who lived in Philly for even a minute and they'll let you know the best place to get this town's coveted cheesy greasy all but holy sandwich is Jim's. Jim's on South Street is what we call an institution, a place that's been around so long that eating there is like ingesting a piece of the city itself. Since 1976, Jim's has been going strong. That is until July 2022, when a spot that survived a pandemic got hit by the dreary, everyday brutality of an electrical fire. And we've seen this before in this season of Sound of Our Town. When I mentioned Wally's in the Boston episode, I was unsure if it would even reopen, but I'm happy to say it is back with full funk force. And I mentioned the Dresden in LA because even though the irreplaceable Marty and Elaine are no more, I have to believe a new staple of the martini scene will emerge to carry the next 25 years. Otherwise, what are we doing? So if you're visiting Philly in 2023 and beyond, make sure to check in and see if Jim's is back up and running. We gotta believe and dream big and keep a big appetite. Given what I already told you about Fishtown, it should be pretty obvious that if you're going to go somewhere to get your face turned to putty and your eardrums beat on like they have their own personal quest love, then it's gonna be tucked somewhere in this lovely, still emerging neighborhood. Again, it's not like it was 20 years ago, so you don't literally need to watch your back. But once you get to Fishtown, the divey hipster two-story spot to see hard rock, metal, and honestly all kinds of music is called Kung Fu Necktie. And if the name alone doesn't sell you, then the fact that they book live music seven nights a week probably will. That, and they have two and four dollar pours that have made them infamous for a cheap drink among Philly locals. Even if this isn't the end game for a night out, Kung Fu should be a stop on the way. It's one of those loud and proud old school spots that are few and far between these days. And since it's been in business since 2008, the fact that it's still going strong 14 years later is another testament to the booking and how the club is run. Catch the likes of the legendary Pink Dots, the Schizophrenics, or DeSoto Jones. Just a word of advice, this place books anything from death metal to singer-songwriter nights. So check the calendar to determine exactly what kind of face melting you're in for. But let's be real, most of you want to get your faces melted by the indie rock darling du jour. And the best place to get a glimpse of the next best thing in a market like Philly is to check out World Cafe. Yes, that World Cafe. As I mentioned before, and I will again before the end of this episode, Philly is home to many an infamous taste-making cultural programming, World Cafe being one of them. This musical hall is housed in an old factory that's brimming with Art Deco vibes. 
But it's when XPN Radio Studios joined the scene and began broadcasting World Cafe Live that things really started to heat up for the venue. It was born in 2004 partly because the more adult crowd in Philly needed a place to see live music, and partly because WXPN needed new radio studios. Free shows are occasionally on offer, but if you know your dates, you want to make sure the acting question aligns with your preferred level of face melting. I recommend buying in advance. On this program, we're more in the habit of being irreverent than reverent. But the Fillmore is one of those places where you must, you must, in the words of Beyonce, respect that and bow down. It is the continuation of a legacy that began in San Francisco in 1965, and you won't be shocked to learn a venue located in our beloved fish town. I would never presume to appropriate Philly slang while visiting, but calling this venue the city's main yawn wouldn't be incorrect. Just description-wise, just using the tongue of the street as it were. So what is the Fillmore? It's the place where Jimmy Fallon awarded the Roots with their own star in the Philly Walk of Fame. It's the place where Questlove often hosts a monthly residency in the smaller foundry, a venue within the venue. But the real room at the Fillmore, a 2,500-capacity stunner, is a continuation of what the venue started in the 60s and 70s in the Bay Area. At this point, Bill Graham's dream to create a network of epic music venues is being carried out only in spirit by the larger booking companies who run the industry. But if there was any of them that would step into a role as a neighborhood haven in its own right, it would be the one planted in Philly. Since opening in 2015, which sounds very recent, but due to brain tricks COVID-19 has played on all of us, it was actually seven years ago. This venue has hosted the likes of Kid Cudi, the 1975 Hall & Oates, Kurt Vile, Grizzly Bear, My Bloody Valentine, Carly Rae Jepsen, Motion City Soundtrack, The Flaming Lips, and Goose. It's a place of beauty and a legend in the making. It's a Vatican that's both for the future generation and the present at once. And that's a rare collision. But a welcome one. If you think I'm talking about the roots a lot, well wait till you get a local on the line. If there's one thing music lovers in this town are united about, it's absolute adulation for the massive festival that their hometown band throws every year for this city. The roots picnic is the perfect event to align with your calendar. It gets a whole host of contemporary stars out to this city for a solid one or sometimes two days of unabashed black excellence. And other artists are invited too, like the Black Keys, Vampire Weekend, and St. Vincent, along with John Legend, Kid Cudi, Erica Badu, D'Angelo, Pharrell, Raphael Sadiq, and Mary J. Blige. You know, a picnic. Since 2008, the picnic has been going strong, pandemic notwithstanding. And since 11 of the event's iterations have taken place in June, that might be the correct time to get a ticket to ride and hang out at the man at Fairmount Park in Philly. I got two tips for you for a hidden gem to excite various sensations in the body and mind. One, if you're feeling a bit of sensory overload, take a walk to the Rodin Museum and wander the quieted hallways full of the work of one of the greatest sculptors of all time, 
This is the largest collection of his work outside Paris, and it will stun you. Rodin was a man who breathed life into what was, at the time, a dying art form. Some might say certain types of music are a dying art form right now. Maybe art forms never really die. We just need to talk about shit. But Rodin wasn't just interested in the form of the human body. He was obsessed with expressing the raw energy of the human spirit, which is obviously very rock and roll. And if you are out there from May to December, you can stroll into the garden area where live music and cocktails will transport you to a mini Luxembourg Gardens so you can feed your eyes and mind in addition to your ears. The other hidden gem is so hidden, I don't even really know the address. All I can tell you is to look for a black door somewhere near 20th and Randstead Street. You can also sneak in through the back of a Mexican restaurant on the same block, but it's more fun if you figure it out by yourself. If you're lucky, you'll make it to the Randstead Room, an authentic 1930s-style speakeasy with everything you want from such an experience. Warm dark wood, low light, leather booths, and cocktails. They will treat you right if you can find it. I'm still looking myself, so tag me if you make it there to leave me some breadcrumbs. And here we are again, preparing for a trip, this time to Philly, and everybody's uncle is going to say to you, you got to watch Rocky or The Sixth Sense or Philadelphia. But your trusted podcast host is going to tell you to go to YouTube and search for The Roots live at the North Sea Jazz Festival in 2013. And let that play while you're getting ready for your trip. Maybe you have a really excellent portable Bluetooth speaker that you can sync it with. And then I'm going to recommend the book, A House on Fire. It's about the mighty three, Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, and Tom Bell. It's a book about the Sonics and the business side of Philly soul and the rise and fall of Philadelphia International Records. A meticulously researched history underscoring the endemic racism of the music business at that time, revealing how three men were blocked from the major record companies and outlets in Philadelphia, forcing them to create their own label, sign their own artists, and create their own sophisticated and melodious string-soaked form of rhythm and blues, bestowing us the classic sounds of Philadelphia with dozens of 60s and early to late 70s R&B greats like Didn't I Blow Your Mind This Time, I'm Stone In Love With You, I'll Be Around, Bad Luck, If You Don't Know Me By Now, and Ain't No Stopping Us Now. It's the kind of book you keep putting down over and over just to keep adding these songs to this new playlist you're going to pump everywhere you go. The best way to wrap up a visit to Philly is to remind you of the sheer force of history we're dealing with when it comes to this music town. We're talking decades upon decades of brilliance. That's why we need to discuss the fact that American Bandstand, THE American Bandstand, was started here, right here, in a little studio where it was initially hosted by local radio personality Bob Horn. Initially just called Bandstand by Horn and his crew, the studio was lined with pennants from local high schools in the area, effectively centering it as a show about a place and appealing to the hearts of the folks in the city where it originated. And years later, the enterprising Dick Clark stepped in and turned it into a program that essentially became a portal for the nation to discover rock and roll music. 
but Horn laid the groundwork for the show to take off the way it did. Philly has always held that portal quality, a place that's between places, a hub for things to pass through and emerge richer and more in tune. It's a reminder of how fervent an American town can be when it comes to protecting its own, nurturing them, and catapulting the best of the best onto the national stage. And these days, the best way to catch a new live band on TV is to go through the channels of Late Night. And if you flick on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, you'll notice his backing band, the Philly Hometown Heroes. Yes, we've mentioned them a few times, but they deserve it. But think of it more broadly, because The Roots, their success story and the way they give back to their community in its wake, that's exactly what Philly is. Energy unbound, ready to be contained by the people who realize what the city is. It's a place to go and get grounded, get connected to the raw talent and energy that is shot through this place. It's a city so full of electric charger that it might run off the rails without a channel. It's a place to put down roots and feel the roots that are here, quite literally in totems like the Liberty Bell, or more metaphysically through the power of Quested Love, Black Thought, in one of the most successful hip-hop bands in the world. It's a collective from Philly who take the stage every night on national TV and remind the audience without fail of their artistic power. Raw currents of talent ready to rip through this nation's system. That's Philadelphia. Commit to the current or get off the stage. And that's what Sound of Our Town is looking for. That's what this whole show is built upon. I mean, in this time of existential exhaustion and sadness, it's a cruel twist of fate to have independent music venues close, or hanging on for dear life, or rebranding with a bank. Just when we need them the most. When we need that connection, that spark, or that ultimately ancient human expression, which is the making of music, that grounds us and brings us home. So our show is about reminding some and drawing in those who already know that spiritual nourishment of music in a live setting. A communion, it is the best medicine around. It's a pivotal step forward from the muck and mire. This show is part guide, but it's also part imperative truth, a beacon about the importance of supporting live and independent music right now. It's the purest of gifts. It's how places like Philly, Atlanta, Asbury Park, and L.A. grow to become more than just destinations. When everything starts to look the same in America, music can start to distinguish our places and add all kinds of value. And it morphs into spiritual homes for troubadours and wanderers and the next world-changing, culture-shifting artists of our time. We've got to preserve and hold the center if we want our artists to thrive, explore, and keep us all sane and in harmony. And one more thing. Anytime I get shocked by the microphone, it leaves me rattled for the rest of the night. Fearing the next time my lips inevitably kiss that mic, the circuit will be complete and the charge will fly through me like a bolt of lightning. But I persevere. The people are here. And a little fear sometimes goes a long way. And then I take great solace in the fact that great minds have been trying to get themselves electrocuted in Philly since 1752. Ben Franklin, you probably heard of him, famously flew his kite into a thunderstorm in Philly to prove that lightning was in fact electricity. And to show that we've got everything right here if we just go out. Ben tried to catch that primal energy using a kite in a key. There's an easier way for you to do it. Just... Go catch some sounds in this town.
Well, there you go. Episode 11 of Sound of Our Town, season one. We've gotten to the 11th episode because of you, because of everyone listening, sharing, sending the episodes to friends, following, reviewing on Apple. All this stuff helps so much and keeps the show going and building. So thank you. If you want to chat about the music scene in your city, hit me up on Instagram at WillDailyOfficial or on Twitter at WillDaily. Sound of Our Town is a production of Double Elvis and iHeartRadio. You can also hit us up on Instagram at Double Elvis or at Twitter at Double Elvis FM if you want us to cover your town, your venue, your festival, whatever it is, just reach out. The show is executively produced by Jake Brennan, Brady Sadler, and Carly Carioli for Double Elvis. Production assistance by Matt Bowden. The show is created, written, hosted, and scored by me, Will Daly. Writing on this episode by Caitlin White and Samantha Farrell. For sources, see the show notes. Music for this episode was composed and performed by me, Will Daly. You can check out my music on, you know, anywhere there's there's music. There was an additional piece of music by the artist Cliff Notes in this episode. And all the drumming in Sound of Our Town is by producer and drummer extraordinaire Dave Brophy. Well, we have one more episode for you this season, and it's going to be a very special one. So I'm going to get to work on that. Thank you for your ears. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.